it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Hi, this is Sales with Sully. I'm Scott Sullivan, your host. Today we have a special episode of the Solar Marketing Guys, a conversation I had with Mike Wolpert. He's the host of the Solar Marketing Guys, and we are preparing to head to InterSolar July 10th, 11th, and 12th in San Francisco. This is a conversation we had in preparation for that, so enjoy. I got to tell you, my life keeps getting better and better because it's another day with Scott Sullivan talking about solar. I mean, <clears throat> hi, Scott. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello again, Mike. How are you today, my friend? Man, I'll tell you what, if the sun was any brighter, I'd be even happier. That's kind of a cheesy half solar joke. No pun intended or pun intended. My whole life is one giant glorious pun. <laughs> hey, Scott, thanks for coming back on. I know we've been talking to each other quite a bit lately in the few weeks leading up to InterSolar in San Francisco. July 10, 11, 12. But he, here's the thing. We got a couple of comments from last week's show, two really good questions, and I'd like to kind of start there, if I may. Of course. That's what I'm here for. Bob says, I love this. How do I get a store? You guys talked about batteries. How do I get a storage solution without having a stack of car batteries in my garage or a whole wall, whether it's a pretty Tesla or not? Well, and there, there's more questions. Let's start with that. So, and you know, I, I was the guy who was willing to put 46 car batteries in my garage, but there's different solutions, isn't there? Well, we talked about it last week, as you as you alluded to. We did. There's the lead acid technology has just changed so much, Mike. That uh, yes, you can put a really nice Tesla wall, hang it on the wall and put it in your garage and it, you know, somewhat even looks like a piece of art. There's no doubt about it, but there are other solutions. If you don't want to take up your garage space, which a lot of people don't, there's a company out of Rockland, California, right up the road here in, uh, in outside of Sacramento called JLM energy. And I'm sure you'll put up the link. It's JLM energy and it's probably just.com. The CEO of that company is a gentleman that I've known for a long time. His name is Aaron Clark, and they have an incredible, incredible new technology. Now, last week we talked about, you know, why would you even have storage? Why would you put a battery on your system? But I'm going to give you a little bit of more detail around that in a minute. But, but what they've done is they've done for storage what Enphase, another company that I know you're very familiar with, uh, has done what Enphase did for micro inverters. JLM has done for storage. They've made this really, really cool box. This really nice distributed storage is what they're calling it, and it has a name called Phaser. P H A Z R. I think I don't think there's an E in it. It's P H A Z R. Phaser. And what that means is it's just a distributed box that mounts to the rail, uh, the mounting system on your roof, and it's under the panels. It actually fits in under the panels, so it takes up no room in your garage, 
And yeah, it's about that size. It's about the a little bit larger than a cigar box. It's okay. You know, wow. It, it All looks right. like that. You put one of those per one or two panels, depending on what you need, and it actually stores the energy up on the roof. So JLM Energy is something really cool. Now, remember last week we talked about briefly the reason to have a storage solution at all is because of the change in politics. They may change when it's cheaper to use your own energy, when it's cheaper to buy it from the grid. Sure. Well, the JLM Energy Solution goes a step further. They give you this absolutely fantastic, super dynamic software program that goes with the energy storage. It's called a BMS, a battery management system. And the battery management system is absolutely awesome. And it has another name to it, and I'm sure I'm going to mess it up, so I'm not even going to attempt. I just, I just suggest you get on the link and go take a look over at JLM Energy. But it gives you a whole nother op option, a whole nother opportunity to put storage. And here's another beautiful thing, Mike. It works with your existing system. You don't have to buy a new system and add batteries to it. I have a system, you have a system, we want to put some storage on, we call up JLM, they come out and give us a price quote, they lift up our panel, they put a battery right mounted on the rail, put it back down, give us the software, and we're up and running. No kidding, so, so I can add that, I have, uh, ironically enough, you mentioned, I have in-phase microinverters. Correct. And solar world panels from the good old days. Um, so so I can I can add add these batteries to that existing rack with with little fuss little fuss and, wow. it, and it's a it's probably what I would consider now there's a lot to go into this statement I'm about to make and I don't want to unpack it here but it's probably one of the most cost effective storage solutions because you don't have to buy a whole new system it's extremely expandable, very flexible. You can buy one or two batteries to get you started. You don't have to have this super uh, you know, engineering solution. You don't have to pull a bunch of new permits to, to put them on. It's, it's just a very cost-effective solution. So it's not, not a, a garage full of lead-acid batteries, too, which is, I understand, in the real world, not that dangerous. But, you know, it's, uh, to, me, to me, I'd prefer not. Well, I'm only going to tell you one thing about lead acid batteries, and I don't, I'm not saying they're dangerous, and I'm not, please don't, anybody that's, any of your listeners out there, don't, you know, hold my feet to the fire to this. They do off-gas hydrogen. As, as lead acid batteries convert the, do the chemical reaction to create electricity, the gas they give off is hydrogen. It is odorless, colorless, tasteless. It does, is not harmful for you to actually breathe it except in huge quantities, but it is extremely flammable, extremely flammable. So, you know, that's one of the things why I probably wouldn't batteries. I would also put a hydrogen detector. <laughs> got it, got it. Not a huge thing to worry about, but, no. and also I, I, I'm pretty sure that the Public Affairs Department of the Lead Acid Battery Association does listen to the show. <laughs> So don't call me. You want to reach him at sales with Sully. Oh, good luck with that. Um. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I, I, wait a minute. Hear that? Beep beep. That's the bus backing over me. Thanks, yeah, Mike. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to the show. You're it. Uh, but actually, this this see, I'm always 
seeking how to get my needs met. And it seems, I feel like I'm ready for a battery storage solution that's going to give me the bridge, right? We talked about on last week's show, uh, my panels begin to fade producing five, six o'clock. That gives me two, maybe three hours buying back from the utility peak time. Yep. My objective is the world of solar, but a real key point is to keep screwing the utility out of every nickel that I can. So uh, uh, a smaller battery solution on the panel would probably give me a, a real easy road to, uh, to that bridge solution. Is that right? That is correct. I think it's a great way to, to make entree into, uh, into the, the, the storage world without having a whole lot of expense and be able to have something very flexible for the future. So I would suggest you call my buddy Aaron Clark. And since you backed over me, I'm definitely going to be sending this, this show, a link to this show to Mr. Smith, the, the CEO of, of PG&E, and let him know what your physical address is and what your meter number is. So you may be sitting in the dark. What I meant was, <laughs> yeah, what you meant. Okay, fan of PG&E, go team. Uh, <laughs> well, I'd be interested to have your your uh, have your buddy from JLM on at some point because um, sure, I, I want to know pricing. I want to know more details. I want to hear some success stories um, because you know everything's a everything's a cost benefit analysis, and I give a lot of benefit to the cost, but I also, it has to also make sense. So that's, uh, that's a really good resource. Okay. And of course I've added the link down below because I'll do my homework after we get done with the show and get it all. By the way, I'm sure he'll be at InterSolar. So why don't I introduce you and you just invite him to be a guest. You know what? I like the way you think Scott. Good job. Okay. Hey, speaking of good guests and people to talk about, I got another question. Sure. Uh, this one's about inverters, and I'm always looking for more inverter information myself. Uh, <laughs> you, are, you are really sad. You're really sad, brother. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm the marketing guy. You be the solar guy. Okay? okay. I don't know about I mean, I know about getting leads in the right neighborhoods, converting those leads into paying customers, following up, nurturing them. But unlike you, I don't actually have a lot of roof time experience, which, you know, would be embarrassing, except for I've never really done a lot of work in anything. So let's get back to the question. Uh, inverters, and, and here's an area that I could use some education into. AC combiners, I've been hearing a lot about. Combiner boxes, recombiners. Um, wow. Just simplify it for me before I make it too complicated for everybody. Okay. Um, if we were sitting at a table right now having an adult beverage or two, I would probably pull out a pad and just draw it out for you. But see if you can follow along visually. We all know that a solar panel makes DC power, which is the same as a DC battery that powers a flashlight or anything else. So we have this DC power that we have on the roof. We have all these solar panels up there and they're all sitting out in the sun and they make DC power. Right. We usually, now usually, now sometimes this is all just kind of, you know, matter of fact, we're just kind of speculating out there, but we usually combine that DC, meaning a string of those, we call them a string, and we combine that DC together into a DC combiner box in order to raise the voltage to plug into an inverter because an inverter needs a threshold of a high enough uh, voltage level to actually get it to turn on. 
most of that is, most of the time that's 175 to 300 volts DC. So what you do is you string a bunch of those panels up there on your roof, you wire them all together, you bring those wires together to a DC combiner box, they come out of that box at plus or minus 300 volts, that then goes to your inverter, your inverter comes on, you wire that inverter on the AC side because as you know, the inverter or, uh, converts DC power to AC power. Right. And then we plug that AC power into your fuse box at home or what we call the switch gear and it powers your hair dryer. Well, except for like me, I don't use one because I don't have much hair left. <laughs> but but uh, it powers whatever you need it to do in your home. That's And then when you insert storage in there, all you're doing is you're inserting storage on the DC side before you run it through the inverter. So you see where that all makes sense, right? Sure. Okay. That makes, that makes total sense. Okay. What your question is from your listeners uh, is the latest and craziest new technology. I mean, whoever sent in that question, they're great because they're right up on the cutting edge. They're asking about AC side combiners or AC recombiners, which is the kind of the new crazy fad that's going on right now. Because now, instead of putting in one big inverter, the trend is to go with smaller little string inverters, meaning one inverter per each of those strings, and then combining the AC to a high enough voltage to actually put into the switch gear. Wow. Uh, so if you were calling me today and saying, who would you recommend on buying um, you know, AC recombiners or AC combiner boxes, who would I recommend? Well, there's really only one company that really is out there that's doing a fantastic job, and that's Innovative Solar Incorporated, and it's Innovative Solar Inc. I N C dot com. Okay, I'm going. I to I hope that's simplified enough. It's just what they're doing though is they're just raising the voltages that are coming off of all those string inverters that have already converted the the power to AC. And they're just trying to raise the voltage so that they can use, I know, I'm going to geek out here, I'm sorry for you, but the higher the voltage, the smaller the wire. I don't have to use as much cabling uh, because if you have five string inverters, I have to bring five sets of wires down to the switch gear. Whereas if I put all those together and take a higher voltage, I only need one set of wires and it's much smaller because it's a higher voltage. Does that make sense? That, that makes sense even to me. So, and, and the net-net and the result here is more by combining the less power coming out of a panel because of sun position, I'm still able to get the invert. No, I, I think I'm getting this. Uh, you, you've gone off on a trail, but that's what the, that's what the DC combiner's for. So okay. DC, that's on the DC side. The AC side is really just to save money on the wiring and to save money on the labor and to save money on conduit and all those things. So, so it's the latest. On the install makes makes your install go quicker. Exactly, uh -huh. and it's able and you're able to use string inverters on much bigger applications now. So now all of a sudden you can use string inverters instead of those great big huge things that need to be put in place by cranes. Right. And big, huge trucks, you can now just take a, two guys can lift a string inverter and hang it on the wall. So it just, it, it's just the next evolution of the solar industry because at the, at the absolute root of solar, we're just a construction project. It's just right. another 
construction project. So that, that makes a lot of sense. So, and it probably is going to, I mean, it obviously plays out quicker installs, less labor, less hassle, maybe less price to the homeowner, and yet still greater profits to the installer and seller. Mostly what you're the most of the time you're looking at a multiple string inverter uh, Scenario you're looking at a small commercial. So that would be more geared towards your businesses. Okay, the homeowner very likely Very seldom do they ever get into multiple string inverters because the invert string inverters go up to a pretty large size now what the your listener or your uh, your person that sent in the question, they probably are looking at a little bit larger install for their business. Right. Andy Jackson from Los Angeles, California. I, I, I have a feeling, yeah. So, so small commercial operations, this is a big benefit for. It is. And it's, a, it's really the cutting edge. And again, Innovative Solar is going to be at InterSolar uh, in San Francisco, like you said, July 10th, 11th, and 12th. I will absolutely gladly give you an introduction. They're a great company. I've known Ben and Kevin and all the guys over there for a long time. They have, um, they've been in the, what we call the BOS business, balance of system. Uh, uh, that's what's, that's the everything but the inverter and the panel. Right. Everything else is called balance of system. Uh, they've been in the BOS business for a long time. They're very, very good. And they're also the guys that first innovated the rapid shutdown. I don't know if you remember, but a few years ago, they passed the law that said, if you have a solar system, you have to have a rapid shutdown, which means that when the fire department comes or from some emergency standpoint, they can just push one button on the side of the house and your solar panel goes down so you don't electrocute anybody. No danger to the firefighters. Right. Or any other first responders, electricians, or anybody else. Got it. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And you, you make a good point. Thank you for the invites at Inner Solar. So that's going to that's gonna bring me to my third question of the day. Okay. Uh, Gary says, okay, you guys keep last two shows talking about Inner Solar. I'm going. You talked me into it. What about Contractors Day? Do I have to do it all? What's the best if I can't do it all? What are your favorites? What's the string? string. Okay. Uh, oh, and, wow. And, and, and there's a, even he wants to know what happened to Calcia changing their name. But let's give, <laughs> give me the, the hot hits best to do going to InterSolar from people in the Bay Area driving in and from people that are going to make, make a, a big trip out of it. What's, what's, what's the deal? Okay, so let's unpack that just a little bit. The first thing is, if, if you're only going to pick one day, uh, if you're only going to be able to make it to the Moscone Center for one day, my suggestion would be is to block out the entire whole crazy day of Tuesday. Just block the entire day on Tuesday. The reason being is because Tuesday morning around 10 o'clock, they'll open the doors to what they call the exposition hall. The expo hall be open. You can walk through and see all of the vendors that are going to be there. It's on three floors of the Moscone Center. So it's going to be uh, everything you could possibly imagine in solar. All the manufacturers, services, vendors, publications, monitoring systems, racking, everything in the BOS that we've talked about, crazy everything uh, that you need to know about solar will be packed into the Moscone Center uh, for that, for all three days, but Tuesday they'll open the exposition center. 
Tuesday also allows you to catch one day of seminars, one day of conferences. Or So look at the schedule and say, is there a conference or a seminar? You don't have to come down on Monday. You could just catch, they call them tracks, where they have like the residential track, the commercial track, the installer's track. So you could follow up on one of those and you could say, all right, Tuesday I want to see uh, the financing seminar on the difference between a PPA and a lease and all those other things. You could catch that there, you know, whatever you want to do on Tuesday. But then the best part is buy, spend the extra $150 and buy a ticket to what they call Summerfest. Summerfest is a giant networking event with great food, adult beverages, it's on the rooftop. It's up on the roof of the Metrione Center, which is right across from the Moscone Center. It's a great view of the city. It happens from like, I'm going to say it's from like 5 to 10 at night. And everybody who's anybody will be there, right? Including all of the contractors. Because if you are go on Contractors Day, it also happens to be on Tuesday. So if you're an installer, I think you get the Metrion Rooftop Summerfest ticket included in your pass, which I, please don't quote me on this, but I think it's like $50. It's a pretty reasonable ticket. And then you go and you can have the whole day, both the best of both worlds, both the uh, networking during the evening and all the great food, but you also get to see all the vendors and maybe take in a conference or two. And right. Contractors Day also has its own kind of um, uh, seminars where they teach contractors all the the little helpful hints and tricks and tips for you know putting on solar both on commercial and and residential so to answer your your listeners question if you're only going to do it one day Tuesday's the day but if you're going to make it if you can plan out and go come all three days then make sure you like we talked about last week make sure you have it planned know who you're going to see set your meetings in advance don't just wander around and waste your time because you're in, this is an investment. This is, if, you're, if you're a sales guy like me, this is time that you could be selling, but you're actually learning. So make sure that you're there and you, you're organized. Right. But anyway, uh, and then about Calcia <laughs> changing its name, well, they have now are called the California Solar Plus Storage Association. It's C-A-L-S-S-A. And the reason I had to look at my notes is because I'm, uh, you know, they're, they're moving into the, the next century too, so they also are adding storage. So this whole second floor of the Moscone Center is devoted to the EES, the Electrical Energy Storage Services, and that's, that's part of CalSIA now, which is now CalSSA, so California from, Solar Plus Storage Association. So going from CalSIA to CalSSA. <laughs> CalSSA. So it's That's all one big show, one big group now, because in the past, it's been two separate things. So, Correct. Super. That's great news. So I hope that answers your listener's question, but it's, it, it, it's, it's really, I don't want to say it's a large change, but CalSIA, SEPA, all of those organizations are our uh, lobbying organizations. So mm -hmm. if you're in the industry, you should be a member. Um, this isn't, you know, well, I guess it is. It's a plug to join. The, I'm a member of CalSIA, which is now Cal S -A -S -S -A. But the reason why you should be a member is because your dues go to help pay for, you know, executive directors and lobbyists and people that are helping to protect our industry in the state of California. And then, of course, there's a national one, too, that goes, you know, some of it goes to. But 
just support as much as you can support the industry because you know that's the only thing they're the only people out there looking out for us obviously right now more than ever 40 percent of the energy jobs in the united states are solar jobs 40 so cool. big that's number so, cool. so uh there may be some strange headwinds out of dc but it's all good on the ground in my opinion uh well, i can hardly wait till the I can hardly wait till we get together next time. I want to talk about dividing California into three states. Come on. <laughs> I can't imagine we're on opposite sides of that lunacy. But we'll oh, I find know out we're not. <laughs> we'll find out. I'm always, I'm always amazed. But now we can just jump into that conversation. If we're going to drop California into three separate states, where I live is where all the water comes from. So would it be mean-spirited to triple the price of water for Los Angeles so we don't have to pay property taxes? Can, can you say capitalism? <laughs> no, can you say I profiting off of those desperate for water? I don't know. We are, we're getting really, really off track here, my buddy. I'm going to tell friend. you what, this man we don't need to get involved in, in California politics is right at the top of that. Let's keep selling sunshine. There you go. That. Sunshine, thank you for being on the show again. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you once more before we get to inner solar. At least once. I still want to hear more about the neighborhood domination uh, program. I put that out on one of my social medias last week, and I got like 20 people commenting on what's neighborhood domination. I, did, I think they think I was going to take over the neighborhood with a, my AR-15 or something. I'm not sure, but I said, no, <laughs> it's about lead generation. But if you want to know how to get a hold of Mike Wolpert, it's Mike at... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Well, you know, you know what, let's, let's do that in close because we will talk about it in the next show. The solar marketing guys, uh, what we do is we build marketing systems for solar installers and solar sales companies so they stop blowing leads. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? It's I mean, so crazy. Look, I, I, you, you're, you're a sales guy. I've been a sales guy and a marketing guy, but I was a sales guy in the radio business for 25 years. When my boss gave me a lead she would be so happy. She'd hand me this lead and say, go call this person and get their money. And I would say, sure. And I'd put that lead in my pocket. And maybe I'd call them, maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I'd follow up if they didn't answer, maybe I would. Your sales guys are doing that to you. They're not mean-spirited, it's the way it works. So we build a system for people that allows them to follow up on leads and more importantly, to generate exclusive leads out of the neighborhoods they're already in. So you're not, buying leads is a good idea. Buying bad leads is a terrible idea. Letting leads that you've purchased go cold, that's enough to make a grown man cry. So I hear you say, I buy a good lead, then I don't do anything with it. That's like throwing more money, at, bad money after good. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, so there is a solution to that. I am absolutely passionate about helping long-tail installers, smaller businesses. The guys that are doing 40 50 $80 million a year don't need my help. But if an extra hundred grand a month is a big deal to your business, that's what we'll talk about next time. Well, I can hardly wait. I am excited because I am definitely, not only am I a huge fan, but uh, I have a guy that needs to know that too because I need to have that information because I'm out there every day trying to find leads too. So I'm excited. Right Thank on. you very much for being a leader and being a solar marketing guy. I really appreciate it. And again, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, if, you're, if you're trying to reach me, it's real simple. I'm on Twitter almost every day. You can reach me at sales with Sully. That's usually the place you can get me. 
Uh, that's is. my Twitter handle. Of course, you can email me, scott at scottsullivan.biz, B-I-Z. Just, I'm not real hard to find. If you, if you log on to Facebook or LinkedIn, you'll probably see my ugly mug because I spend a lot of, a lot of money and a lot of time making sure that I'm generating leads. <laughs> you, you may be one of the most connected guys in the solar industry on LinkedIn. Hats off to you, man. Well, I'm changing that because I'm going after neighborhood domination next week. I'm excited to be a part of that program. So it's going to be so big. If, you want to get a, if anyone wants to get a jump start on neighborhood domination, you can download our really well thought out ebook. It's basically a, a go-to action plan. You can do that at solarmarketingguys.com. Until next time, thank you, Scott. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.